Have you been sitting at your desk, editing your life away, feeling kind of lonely and need of some human connection? And you want to jump into elopement photography or up-level your elopement photography business? I have something for you. We are hosting an elopement photographer retreat in Tahoe, California on August 29th to September 2nd. In this retreat, we are providing a full day elopement styled shoot from sunrise to starry skies so that you can experience what a real elopement feels like and how to storytell and document it. And then two other whole days of strategizing your business and setting it up so you can support this amazing business and service you want to provide. So please join us, apply in the show notes, and we want to see you there in person. I honestly want to hug you in person and there's only a few spots left. So continue enjoying the podcast and we cannot wait to see your application soon. Today we have the honor of speaking with Queen Abby, the creative genius. She is a creative portrait photographer editorial fashion. She is amazing and is going to be such a pop of color in your day today as we talk about self-love with self-portraiture and how empowering that is and how everyone needs to do it. So listen up. Hey, my name is Dana Schuler, and I am the host of the Ascend Together podcast. I am a mom of five and a multi-passionate entrepreneur that loves to talk about the slap in the face and heart on fire moments of entrepreneurship. I went from just a photographer to trailblazing my way into immersing my multi-passionate self into my business. And I want to inspire others to ignite that same fire within them too. And you can't do it alone. So this is why we're gonna do it together. (laughs) First puck cast ever this pump razor <laughs> awesome okay so yeah this is the first podcast ever together Abby and dana Woohoo! yes so exciting it's not like we've done this like a million times before we just have had podcast conversations over zoom calls many many times many times <laughs> many times <laughs> so Today we are talking with Abby Anderson, the Queen Abby Anderson, which maybe you have to explain your name on how you got that name later on. Okay, so we are here with Abby, Queen Abby Anderson. Uh, she is amazing. She has a name, that name for a reason. She'll probably have to explain that later. Uh, but today we are talking about the power of self-portraiture with Abby. She is a creative genius. If you see her photos, you will just be blown out of the water, smacked in the face with its color <laughs> and beauty. It's so amazing. Uh, and Abby has been on this long journey of just creativity and her creativity just shines, like shines through all of her work and herself. Like she shines all that color and uh, vibrance and magical things. Uh, so Abby is going to introduce herself a little bit, who she is, um, what she does, and then we're going to get talking. Sweet. Okay. Hi, I'm Abby. Um, and as Dana said, I mean, she said a little bit about my photos, but um, I am a fashion, editorial, creative, brand photographer. There's many, many words for what I do. Um, but basically anything creative, anything colorful. Um, and 
yeah, I, I'm here to talk a little bit about self-portraiture because that is something I'm super, super passionate about. I started photography by doing self-portraiture. Um, and I was my first model and I continued doing self-portraiture throughout my entire journey through of photography and it's been one of the most rewarding things and it's taught me so much about photography and I have lots and lots to say on it. Um, should we jump into it? Yeah, Abby. Awesome. Yeah, I like didn't even say that you're a photographer. You're just like beautiful and amazing and <laughs> your work is amazing. That's just all I said. So <laughs> it's all true. All true things. Um, and just let you know, like how Abby and I know each other. We we met cross paths in 2020. Um, and um, Abby at that time was like just starting her business and she came into my coaching program and we just grew together, like just got to see her like shoot off over the year. Um, we've had, again, like many amazing deep conversations about life, about photography. Um, and it's really cool to just have seen Abby like blast off into this super confident self and also making people super confident as well. So let's dig in. We're going to um, talk about, yes, the power of self-portraiture. So Abby... Just take it from here. Tell me about, let's first start start talking about the power of self-portraiture as a photographer. Yeah. Um, so as a photographer, I think sometimes like I see photographers who are just starting kind of say, you know, like, I don't really like being in front of the camera. Like I never get in front of the camera. You know, I feel so much more comfortable behind the lens, which is as a photographer, I think it could be really easy to want to stay behind the lens because you have all this power and, you know, it's like, you know what you want and you know how to get it. But um, it can be a really, really vulnerable thing to go in front of the lens. But uh, one thing that I think about is that I'm asking my clients all the time to go in front of the lens and be vulnerable themselves. And I am making my living off of um, shooting people. So if I'm not comfortable being in front of the lens myself, what kind of message is that like giving to my clients? If I'm asking them to be shot, but I won't do it myself. Um, so I think it's just really important as a photographer to understand what it's like to be in front of the camera and how, um, scary that can be and how like uncomfortable that can be at times. So you can really understand what your clients feel when they get in front of the camera. Um, yeah. And Abby, tell me about, cause Abby also spoke and posted a workshop at one of my retreats. Uh, it was amazing, but Abby did this portion about talking with people about like their confidence, um, and their body and who they are. So tell me a little bit about that, Abby, like what you got from kind of surveying the audience on how they felt about themselves, um, and how that is like so good to know, right. For our clients. Yeah. With, um, you mean in the like reference of self portraiture or being in front of the camera and like viewing your body and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that can be like a really stressful thing and like something that can stop people from wanting to get their picture taken is the whole self love and viewing themselves. Um, and one thing that we talked about in the workshop is, um, especially during self portraiture, like usually when someone's photographing you and you're paying them, they're taking photos, they're going home, they're going through them and they take out the really bad ones and they give you the really good ones. And the thing with self portraiture is you're going to see 
all of that. Um, but I think that's such a good thing too, to be able to see the good with the bad, because like you also begin to understand that like, like you can see the bad and appreciate the bad and be able to like laugh it off and be like, yeah, like I look like that and like, that's okay. Um, which I think is super powerful to be able to do. Um, yeah, we just talked about in that workshop, like one thing to do, um, is before you go into like getting your photo taken or whatever, like having a moment to sit down and be like, okay, what do I love about myself? And like, what does this part of my body serve for me? And that's something to remember as you go through and you take your photos. Like I see this photo, I'm like, oh, my jawline is just like not that good here. Or my skin looks a little bit oily or my nose is annoying. And then I have to like sit back and be like, okay, but like my jaw like allows me to eat and my skin is like nice and it holds me together and my nose sniffs for me and it does all these things and like you appreciate yourself as more of a whole rather than just like the little parts that you may or may not like. Um, so it can be a great opportunity for being really intentional about self-talk, um, which I found. Because we did that for our clients. Like mm -hmm. we're always like, yes, go, go, go. You're amazing. And so many people are cheerleaders, but they're not cheerleaders for themselves. Totally. And that's how I was. Like, I I know when I first started, and I went to, like, styled shoots and stuff, and they would always say, okay, we're going to take everyone's headshots. And I'm, like, hiding. Like, I would just hide. I'm, like, I do not want anybody to take a picture of me because every time someone takes a picture of me, I look horrible and ugly and yeah. no one. Like, I was scared out of my mind. Yeah. But I was over here cheering my clients on when they were going and it just wasn't aligning because I wasn't loving myself and appreciating totally. myself. So it's a two-way street, people. We have to do it both ways. Totally. And yeah, I used to be like the same thing where I hated being in front of the camera. Like I hated it. Like in, um, like my mom used to like love taking photos. She always had a camera in her hand. She just always snapped at us. I was like, stop. Like, this is so annoying. So I would just make ugly faces every time she took photos of me. Well, it bothered her. And I thought it was funny. And then also I had the idea of if I intentionally try to make an ugly face, then I couldn't be embarrassed by looking bad because it was intentional. And like I used to do that in photos, which I mean, I still think it's hilarious. But like also I was doing it because I just didn't want to try and look good and then be embarrassed that I didn't look good. Um, and self-portraiture was such a big transformational point for me of being able to like see that when I try to look good, I do look good, but those bad photos are still there and that's okay because no one is perfect and you're human and everyone's a human. And when you think about those like high fashion models, they take ugly photos. Like they're, they're like human. Exactly. Um, it, like some of them, there's some people that like some fashion model accounts that like talk about this and they'll show you some of their photos and be like, okay, I took like, here's like 300 photos we took. Here's the two photos that were picked and they were spent hours of editing and all this lighting and all this stuff. And like everyone takes like not so flattering photos, but everyone can take beautiful photos at the same time. So. Yeah. And I love that perspective because that's like literally life. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a reflection of life and, you know, Instagram and all the platforms, we just see high, these highlights or the good pieces and that can definitely just kind of bog us down by seeing that and being influenced by that and knowing that you can embrace all parts of you of the good and the bad is really powerful. So 
I love that. Abby, I do have a question about your journey. How did you, how did you get into that? Like, how did you learn to do this yourself? Because you are like a model, like you just work it every time you're in front of the camera. So how did you do this? Like, how did you get to this point where you're so confident in front of the camera? Yeah. Um, so it just started when I started photography because I got a camera when I was in college and I wanted, like, I, I don't know why I like had these ideas of like photo shoots. I guess I was intrigued in it and I didn't have anyone to pose for me and I was too nervous to ask anyone and I was too nervous to ask anyone to take photos of me, but I wanted to try these ideas. So I would literally lock myself in my room like so many times when like none of my housemates were home and lock myself in a room and I would like try and I'd try and I'd try and I'd put my camera on a tripod. And when I started, well, I didn't have a tripod when I started. And so I prop it up on books across the room and I'd put it on self timer and I'd click it and then run and then click it and then run back. Um, but I just started trying and there's so many photos that like photo shoots that I never showed anyone, but the whole time I was having fun. Um, and I would get like one photo of like, Oh, this is so fun. I wasn't really showing people at the time, like these photos. Um, but like I was just having a really fun time and finding that like, um, like, it was a great way to spend time with myself. And, like, I just, like, felt really good about myself at the end of it. And so I just started just trying different things and just, like, listening to music and just going with it and trying new ideas. And then um, as I got more and more into it, you know, I'd start looking up photo shoots, finding poses and people that inspired me. Like, I remember one specific photo shoot, um, Damon Baker, the photographer, I love. And so one of my first, like, good self-portrait shoots, um, I looked up a bunch of his photos and I screenshotted a ton of the poses he'd put people in. And I went into my room, I did my makeup, put my outfit on, and I just tried out all of those poses. And I was like, how did they do this? And I just worked it through and, like, felt it out. And I was like, okay, that's how they hit this pose. That's how they hit this pose. This is how it works for me and my body. Like, it doesn't work that way for me, but it works this way. And so, like, I think, like, studying other people's posing helped me a lot because then like every time I did a shoot and I try new poses and it's like okay I have five more poses in my arsenal that I'm just like ready that I know that I can do and every time I'm just kind of like add poses in um and then as I got more and more comfortable to add in more like different crazy faces and movement and new props and new things and just like slowly like but surely just keeping trying new things and so like I could kind of keep adding to my arsenal and then even to like not even like full out self-portrait shoots but like sometimes like I would do this before shoot sometimes when um I was like getting ready I would like prop up my phone on my camera and I would just like try out poses and I would just like move and flow and practice and especially do this if I was feeling nervous before a shoot like I'm going to run out of poses or something. And then I'd be like, oh, there's like three poses I just thought of. Great. I'll try that later. Um, and then the last thing that helped me a lot too, um, I just started doing this. I mean, like I, it's a good technique to practice, but I would just do it because it's fun. Um, I would just practice flow posing everywhere. Like when I'm listening to music and I'm sitting in my chair at my desk, I'm like, flowing and like thinking of poses, like moving around or I'll be in the shower and just like kind of like sitting there just like, yeah, I like that. I like that feels. <laughs> but like, it's fun for me to like try it out, and so I just kept practicing and 
kept posing and trying new things and just like pushing even when it was hard. Yeah. And I like how you found inspiration. I feel like that's how you find a lot of inspiration right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you did like curated the shoots for my retreat, you Mm -hmm. did those mood boards and, Mm -hmm. um, it's really, really cool how people find different inspirations. I know you also have some inspiration from movies as well mm-hmm. and like the colors and sets and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I love how you just, I feel like you just kept trying and falling in love with it. I mean, even just the past year is like huge growth with like your own self-portraiture. I feel like mm-hmm. just even bl- blasted off even more, yeah. even further. And it's it, like you said, it just builds on itself. And I, I feel like with anything, anything new, it's always so hard initially. You're just like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> like my first self-portraiture was like, I had like five books stacked up in my camera and like I'm in my room trying to like do some poses. But I found some really great photos. I remember like, I was so scared. I'm like, I have to get over this. Like I have to get over this. And so I set up my five books in my room and did some poses against the wall and I actually fell in love with like a few of them I was like I actually cried like I was like wow I look beautiful and it was a few photos out of like the 100 I took 200 I took but I was so excited that I found one that I liked but I had to try 10 different poses to get there so obviously you've had like years of experience doing all these poses and so it does take time it's not like you're instantly a model and I feel like we see people that are models they're like, oh, they're models because they're beautiful. Like they look aesthetically beautiful. So that's mm-hmm. why they're models. And that's not true. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I can go off on that. <laughs> I mean, Let like, me unpack that. <laughs> side note, I, I have worked with models and I know there's a big difference of being beautiful and knowing how to model. And, um, you know, like I, especially some of my say some of my favorite people to work with are people who you wouldn't look at and be like, oh, they're a model or like, oh, like they're typically like so, like so, so beautiful. But these are the people that like are really talented and know how to get in front of the camera and they know how to work their angles and they know how to be different and exciting. And, um, you know, like I've seen people who are really beautiful and get in front of the camera and are really uncomfortable and don't know what to do. And like, that's fine. I can direct them through it, but that doesn't mean that they're a professional model because they're beautiful. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's a huge, huge misconception. Cause it's, for it's, sure. a, it's a skill like modeling is a skill. And I truly believe anyone can be a model if you learn the skill. And I think it's really hard to, cause with photography or just with taking photos, People expect themselves to look beautiful in photos right off the bat, which I, I don't, it's just hard because it's just like, we don't hold that standard for ourselves in any other category. We don't expect ourselves to be great at math immediately. We don't think we're going to be a great athlete the first time we try any sport. We don't think we're going to like understand Shakespeare the first time we read it. But for some reason, when it comes to photos, we all expect that we are going to look so beautiful the first time around. And like, that's just not true. And I mean, even when you are like better at it, you're still going to have those days where like, it's still hard. Um, and like, you have to get back into it. And it's still like the thing to like every self portrait shoot, the first five to 30 minutes are hard. It's just hard. The photos aren't good. You look bad. That's just the reality of it. Like, I, I did self-portraits today, and it's been a while since I've done self-portraits, and the first 30 minutes, I was like, this sucks, and I want to quit. 
I was like, I hate all of these. These are disgusting. I was like, I've forgotten. But I was like, I've forgotten everything I've learned. But like, I just kept going. And the one thing that's important to like remember is, you know, what you were saying with your first self-portraiture shoot, you took like a hundred plus photos and you had a few that you loved. And that's like the same thing today. I took so many photos, but there's some, there's just like a few that I loved. And if you get like two or three photos out of a shoot that you love, it's worth it. And it doesn't matter how much time it takes you to do that. Like it's worth it because you have these amazing photos and you did that. And with self-portraiture, it's harder to get that amount of good photos because you're doing everything. You're taking the photos, you're setting up the light, you're doing the backdrops, you're posing. And you don't have anyone to tell you, like, adjust, adjust. So, you know, you hit a pose and you're like this. And you're like, okay, next one, got to bring it down. And it's just a little bit slower than it would be someone else taking photos of you. So you just don't get, like, the same quantity. And, like, that's also something you have to remember is it's okay. As long as you get something that you love, that's a success. Yeah, I mean, we had four different sets at the retreat with what eight different pe- eight, eight people two at each set but that took all day and I know that as people culled through those they only took a few of those but it took all day and almost an hour for each set mm-hmm. for them to get a few photos out of each of them but they were amazing like amazing photos every single one of those people felt like a model and looked like a model because they had that whole day to try different poses, different sets, different mm-hmm. environments. And it was really cool to see that play out for people who've never really been behind the camera before. Mm-hmm. But they took the chance on themselves mm-hmm. and they got into it. They had cheerleaders and it was pretty amazing. So I love, I love, I love that conversation of just, yeah, talking about that misconception of, of posing, of, of modeling. So yeah. awesome. Well, let's talk about um, for photographers. Yeah really anybody, any business owner, um, about the marketing aspect of these branding, about, of these photos. Like how does that play a really big part right now as a business owner to have photos like these? Yeah. Um, well, it's really important to be able to show your face on your social media and to show your potential clients who you are. And I mean, also your clients too, past and all that but um people want to know who you are and they don't want to come to your page and see it's like something something photography and they're like okay what's their name and what do they look like and all this stuff um so it's really really important to have your face and especially when you're a photographer and the thing you do is take photos it's really impressive to have photos that you've taken of yourself by yourself on your page and the one thing for me that I love when I take self-portraits I'm like yeah I took this photo, I modeled in this photo, I did lighting, I did styling, I did hair, I did makeup, and I edited it. It's all me, like you can see all of my talent there. Um, so it's a great place to showcase like how talented you are. And then to have these photos that are really representative of you and your personality is just so important so people can really start to connect with you. Um, and yeah, I feel like now more than ever, I think it's like, it's so important because the, the consumer market is, is Gen Z and, um, millennials. Well, at least younger millennials. I feel like millennial is like a huge fat range, but, uh, they value authenticity. I mean, as you can see, TikTok, 
uh, is full of the authenticity. We're now leaving the influencer stage uh, that we were in, the perfect curated everything to to content creation, to authenticity, to more realness. And that's what people value. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what people really, really value is that authenticity. Um, and I see that more and more. Um, and I see so many, it's like, I see so many people, you're right, that have, like, they don't even put their name on their business profile. Um, or at least their business name. It's just like, this is what I do. But you don't do not know my name. And you have to go find my name somewhere. Um, or you have to find their face um, somewhere, which was me when I first started. I did not put my face on there at all. But when I started to put it on there, people knew who I, were, who I was. And I'm sh- I know you feel that way a lot. People are like, I know you before they even talk to you in person. <laughs> they, they really do. Because <laughs> <laughs> Abby has like half of her profile as her face. So you can never put enough of your face on your Instagram. That is the tip of the day. Yeah. And luckily I'm obsessed with my face, so it works out well for me. I'm obsessed with it too. Thank you. But no, it it really is people like really, really know me, which is such, it can be really weird. Um, Like running into people and they're like, oh my God, you're happy. Here's all the information about your life. Like, oh yeah. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, when clients come in, well, I usually talk to clients um, on a call first, but, like, for example, I've been hosting, like, meetups in Sacramento, and so people have been coming to these meetups, and I don't really get to know them before. It's just, like, I send them the location. I might know their Instagram name. Some of these people don't have their, like, names on their Instagram, so I'm like, God, I don't know who you are, but, you know, <laughs> they, they show up to these events, and they're like, oh, my God, hi, Abby, and I'm like, hello? Who are you? Um, and they're like, I'm blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, I love this and this and this. And like, people like recognize me in public. Like, that was the thing that I was like worried about those events. I was like, are people going to know like when they come into the coffee shop, like where I am and all this stuff? But like immediately they all just like know who I am, um, which is really cool. It's definitely something to get used to. Um, but, you know, like I think people really pick up on like my personality through my photos and through like just showing myself on my page and they really connect with that and they're so much more inclined to um reach out to want to shoot with me to want to work with me um because I show up and I show my face and um I think part of that too is just like being vulnerable I'm just like vulnerable all the time with my photos and with the process and being on my page and being like hi this is me like yeah 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 and you and it shows that you believe in what you do and if you don't believe in what you do or if you don't show that energy or have that energy people won't believe in you and I see that so often across the board with creatives or just people I've seen in their business Mm -hmm. it's like why can't I do this or why can't I get this client or or why can't I blah 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 and it's like okay but if you do not believe or in what you do or you don't even know why you're doing what you're doing and that shows clearly that people will not believe in you. They won't believe in you. They won't buy from you or they won't work with you or be influenced by you uh, because you don't believe in yourself. And I feel like that's what you represent so clear, like so strongly is you believe in yourself so clearly mm-hmm. and that radiates to other people. Like your light radiates and your energy to all the people that are watching you and seeing you like 
I can feel that whenever I see your photos, like mm-hmm. just straight up confidence. And that gives me confidence. Like I feel like I see it and then it's like, oh, well, like I want to do that. Or like, I want to pose like that. Or if she can do it, then I could do it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also like you do what you're doing. It's like a testimony to other people to, it's just like a light you give them to uplift them and to tell them like, you don't have to be a model to do this. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a model and it is like a really empowering thing because like, Definitely, I've come really far with my self-love journey, um, but it is a really great way to work on self-love and to show yourself self-love, not just as a photographer, but just as a person, um, but I used to have a really, really hard time seeing myself as beautiful, which now I'm like, yeah, I'm really beautiful as well, but, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I used to struggle with that, and self-portraiture was a huge, huge part of my journey with that, um, and now, like, knowing how to pose and not being afraid of looking weird or looking crazy, like, I gotta tell it is so powerful to be in front of the camera and just, like, and just scream and do weird faces and try poses you would have been afraid to in the past and like like I'm gonna look editorial today I'm gonna look I'm gonna do this like you have a goal and you're like I'm gonna do it it's gonna look great and you do it and you're like damn straight but (laughs) (laughs) but I mean it it really is like an amazing way to express self-love um just because you're like this is what I'm doing and I'm gonna look beautiful and no one else can say I'm crazy or silly or whatever because like I believe in it and so like it it really doesn't matter what other people think um especially because it's just like I know that like on my Instagram and stuff there's people that like from my high school from my elementary school like all these things if I think about it I'm like yeah it's kind of weird that they like are seeing that but then I have to stick with a step back I'm like I don't care Cause I look amazing and I'm really cool and I love what I do and I'm really good at what I do. And so even you are very cool. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So even the people who are like seeing, like that was something that held me back. I think was just like people that I know are going to see me pose. It's kind of weird, but like it's something I'm good at. So I'm just like not ashamed of it because it's just like, whatever, like they can think whatever they want to think. They're probably honestly jealous because I look amazing. Um, but yeah (laughs) yeah um and that's why abby came to my retreat and did that whole self-portraiture day workshop not only did they look like models and felt like models their confidence was just radiating after that whole shoot and you could see it through everyone's faces and the next day when we looked at all the photos and celebrated each person screaming for them um because everyone looked extremely hot and amazing and beautiful um it was beautiful to see especially when people reflected and they said you know i i've never been in front of the camera i hate being in front of the camera but now i feel so good being in front of the camera and i think it just gave people that boost of confidence they needed i know that was a huge stepping stone for me when i started taking self-portraits and not being afraid of doing that, I think this all goes into a deeper thing, which is um, we need to play. And I think we grow up with this expectation at 18, you need to be an adult. You need Uh to, or even just like you're an adult, you need to be quiet. You need to be professional. Uh You need to be professional. You need to act like an adult and this expectation of like the older generation of what this adult is, Uh I think is 
is not it. <laughs> it's not it. Like who said like, you guys made up this thing that we have to be an adult and have to be professional and have to sit down at a desk all day and like look at a screen and have no life. Like not saying that's no life, but like, but just not have a life, but like not play and not have our kid imagination again. Like who said we had to stop that? And I think that's what comes out of this is like, we're allowed to play. We're allowed to wear different color shirts and hair and you're about to go out dye your hair red <laughs> and makeup and like you have the little cute things in your eyes. And like we played all day and it was so beautiful. And to let our inner child come out is feels so good. And it makes us feel so confident. And our inner child, our child, my children, I have five kids. They don't care what the heck they do. They're weird and crazy and have these crazy faces and climb all over you and scream and, mm-hmm. and for fun. And, uh, you know, do all these crazy things like put glue in their hair and Love put it. toothpaste on their eyebrows. Love and it. they're like, this is good. Like, this is life. <laughs> like, like, this is life. And we need, they're, honestly, they're our biggest examples mm-hmm. to be like them, to be like ourselves as we were a kid. It's huge to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like self-portraits have brought that more into my life because like I'll get dressed for self-portraits and I'll take photos and something that has been sitting in my closet for a while. I bought it for photos and I've never worn it. And then take photos and I go, wow, that's really cute. I'm going to start wearing that in my normal life. Like what, like what is the reason that I can't wear something like, crazier for normal like and I start you know as I did it more and more I started wearing crazier makeup and more colorful clothes and it's just been more and more fun which like now when I get dressed it's just like it's just like playful like it's really fun and that's like a chance to play for me is like it's really funny because I'll show up to my friend and we'll go out to dinner together and they'll all be wearing like sweatshirts and stuff and I'm like, I don't care for going out in public. I've got like a full fur coat and I'm wearing tall boots. Yes, fur coat. <laughs> and I'm like, because it's just like, that's fun to me. Like I get to make the world more colorful and that's like what yes. makes me happy. And so like self-portraiture has like shown me more like how I can bring that like fun. And like, cause when like self-portraiture for me, like when I get to be on set, like and close the door, I just get to create this like little world for myself where like it's colorful and I have all these lights and it's really fun and it's out of this world. It's not reality. And so like taking those clothes and that makeup that I wear in those and then bringing them into my everyday life is just so fun for me. And then another thing you're saying that was made me think of this, um, when you're talking about a chance to play on set, um, and a lot of photographers never having had that chance to be in front of the camera. Um, like what we do for our clients all the time is provide that opportunity for them to play. Whether, like, you are a couples photographer, boudoir photographer, editorial photographer, anything. Like, when you're bringing your clients on set, they get the chance to have this, like, experience that you're creating for them. That's fun and, like, something different than day-to-day life. And we give that to so many people every single month. All the time. Over and over and over and over again. But we don't often give that to ourselves. So we're giving this amazing experience to these people all the time, but then we don't feel like a lot of times that we qualify for that for some reason. And so getting a chance 
to be in front of the camera is also another chance to understand like this amazing experience that you're able to offer people and what that feels like for you and to better understand what you can offer people, which in turn is going to help you be a better salesperson, a better business person, because you have a better understanding of what it is that you have created and what you can offer people and like how great it is the thing that you can offer people. Yeah. And it's, it's all about the experience more, you know, that's why I, when I was doing couples photography, that's why I steered away from one hour sessions because people just didn't get time to play like, and have fun. And you know, every couple is weird and fun and has their little quirks and it's so cute to see, but you cannot see that in one hour of shooting time. Mm -hmm. And that's why like now I do a minimum of three hours is because you have this time to like, they're allowed to just relax and like, be free and have time to actually show that they love each other and for that to be captured and documented through the photos I capture. Um, and I feel like that is where a lot of the industry is going. Photography industry, documenting industry is documenting, mm-hmm. is storytelling. Um, instead of just like, hey, let's just get these pictures because they're cool. It's like, no, let's experience what this is because it's so fun. Mm -hmm. Inner child all around. And I like how you said that. It's not just for editorial. It's couples and boudoir and whatever photography, videography, whatever it is that you're documenting. It's so important Mm -hmm. um, to have that experience. Yeah, it's just an all-around fun experience. I mean, I was talking to one of my clients I'm planning a shoot for her and it's her second shoot with me and she's talking about how excited she is for it and she's like I just feel like it's gonna be so much better this time too because she's like you know like the first time like I was able to kind of come out of my shell more and stuff like that and she's like and now I can just like see how great those photos were and like also understand like how I was when I was able to let loose like how much better they got like throughout the session she's like and this time I'm coming into it having that experience and knowing that I can just like fully like let go and be crazy and like there's no expectations like there's nothing that I have to be or fill that I can just like come and just like let loose and like I was like yeah like exactly like it's gonna get even better and better and like even from a client standpoint you know she's not doing self-portraiture but she had her first shoot but then the second one, she's learning. She's It's going to be better. She's going to be a better model. She's going to understand it better. And she's going to feel more comfortable this time. Um, and that's the same whether, like, someone's taking photos of you or you're taking photos of yourself. Like, as you go through the process, you just begin to, like, let loose. And it just gets better and better. Fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with how amazing you are. <laughs> right? And that's, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. But, I mean, self-portraiture is a form of self-love. It is. It really is. And, and like, it's really cool that Abby has clients that come just for fun to do shoots. Uh I think everybody, no matter if you're a photographer or not, anybody out there getting a camera and being able to be confident behind it is just like, you know, a bath or like meditation or yoga. It is just like that. It is a form of self-love that I think every single person should do. And to just really embrace yourself and have that confidence. Because I think that's one of the biggest struggles of everybody out there. Everybody is just, we struggle with ourselves thinking we're not adequate enough. Thinking we're not beautiful enough. We're not enough of anything. We tell ourselves that all the time. And it's a good way to tell ourselves of like, wow, I'm beautiful. And wow, look at me. Like I, 
look at this beautiful like jawline or like this be yeah. my beautiful eyes. I never saw in a new, I see it in a new light now. I've never mm -hmm. seen myself that way. Um, because there's beautiful sides to you that you don't always see because we're just sometimes downing ourselves so often. So I think it allows us to see the beauty in ourselves. And I think even more so to see the beauty in others, which I think Abby, you do a really good job at is you see so much beauty in yourself that you're able to cheerlead other people on so well of just like, you're good at this and this, and like you can just really point out all their amazing pieces of themselves, mm -hmm. um, which is a really amazing skill. So it's not also, you're not, not just sharing the light with yourself, but getting that energy and that light and pushing it off to others is totally. really, really cool. Totally. Yeah. I mean, cause you can't, you can't be the best self for others until you fully and completely love yourself. And, um, yeah, I think self-portraiture is a great way to start working on that journey. And I mean, like, even just like, I think it also makes you think more about like every time I do it, like how much time do I really intentionally spend on me? Cause you're I was saying mm -hmm. like, we don't, I just don't think we do it enough. Like self, self time too, like just spending time on yourself. That's like not watching a show or whatever it is. Um, but like where you're like intentional about it, like taking yourself out for dinner, going out to a movie by yourself, like um, going out for a walk by yourself um, and just giving ourselves time to like appreciate you. And then you can really start appreciating others. And that's something I saw in myself too. Like after I was able to stop picking myself apart, I had more room to love other people and build them up, which I think... Um, you know, made me a much better person to be around, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's all about, like, the cup, we like, what we fill our cup with, right? Like, mm -hmm. and it'll pour back out. Mm -hmm. If we fill our cup with mean, nasty things, it's going to pour back out into other people into mean and nasty things. And that's how we see the world. If we see ourselves in a certain way, that's how we're going to see the world as mean and nasty or ugly or... Well, we're going to start pointing those things out in other people because we see that selves, see that in ourselves. So when I see people who do do that, or I find myself doing that, I'm like, oh, let me just let me take a step back here because I'm telling myself a certain narrative, and that's why it's pouring back out into other people. And so I love that it's just it's like a big circle of love coming out as we as we pour pour into ourselves. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to add, Abby? Um, not that I can think of, just... Oh, wait, I do want to say one more yeah. thing. <laughs> I was, like, trying to think of it, and then I, like, forgot it as I was saying, talking. Um, but kind of like the go-go worlds that we're in, um, I, I mean, I don't, have you watched Emily in Paris? Um, like, barely. So, no. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised you haven't, like, gotten into it, because it's very fashionista, but... Um, I love it. It's very, very cute and ditzy, but I really like that they kind of open the culture up of, you know, Europe of, mm -hmm. of the other side of the world. That's a little slower mm -hmm. and not so much of like, we work, like we work, work, work. That's our whole life. And it's more of like, no, no, we, we, we have our life and then we work, but we have our life. And I really, really love, 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 love that mindset over there compared to the U S mindset. And I'm taking that deeper into my company culture for sure and in my own life. Mm -hmm. But 
I love how they like had a law that like, okay, you can't work on the weekends. Like you're not supposed to work on the weekends. It's just not a thing. You cannot talk about work at a party. Like even if it's a work party, just can't talk about work. And I'm like, I love that. Like, because we have like this identity where we're like, okay, our work is our identity. Like that's just who we are is our work. And so I love that we can like separate that and be like, no, I'm more than just what I do. Um, You know, I'm this, I'm this. And I feel like you and yourself portrait your journey. Mm-hmm. Like I see that you can easily say like, I am this and that, like, I'm so good at this. And I love that you always brag about yourself. Cause I think it's amazing when we brag about ourselves. Um, and you could say more than just what you do of taking pictures, right? You can talk about yourself and, mm-hmm. and the creative things you do on the side and your, your car full of wardrobe and <laughs> props. That's like a clown car, <laughs> um, or the briefcase full of yeah, one time Abby had a whole briefcase, just like clothes, never ending coming out of this briefcase. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think just like slowing down. I love how you talked about just taking time for ourselves, like actual intentional time outside of work, outside of anything. I know you probably hear that a million times, but self-portraiture is the way you can do it in a fun, exciting Super fun way, and then you're gonna spend all this money on lighting and backdrops. It's gonna be so worth it. (laughs) Great, and I mean, we're also talking about like identity outside of work, and I know photography is my work, but like photography is also my like thing that I just do on the side for fun sometimes, you know. So like, but self-portraiture like allows me to like do it not for business. Of course, it helps my business, but it's like a project and like something that like that's where I started with photography and like that's what I still get to carry on and do and it's like I spend all this time creating shoots for other people and um I think like sometimes I have this style that people ex- expect of me and like things I can kind of get stuck in and when I just do self-portraiture for myself it's like I have no rules I can do whatever I want I can dress any way I want like it doesn't have to adhere to any kind of style and um like I get to do crafts for it too which is fun like I'm like this time I'm gonna build this and this time I'm gonna build this and like that's like more fun things that I get to do with my free time and um it kind of helps me slow down a lot more so so many good things yeah. go on and on. I love it. I love it. And I can't wait for, like, I just, I think also knowing you, I love that you're so unapologetic about who you are and, like, what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's encouraged me to be like, hey, if I want to wear a ball gown, I should just, like, go wear a ball gown. Like, <laughs> like who, like, I, I think there's just so much judgment. And it depends on where you're at in the world of, like, mm-hmm. if you're on Facebook too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. I try to stay away from that stuff. But there's just so much, like, like, uh, how do you say it, tension and, like, uh, sides of things. And people are just killing each other with their words and are so mean and criticizing. And I feel like we think that, okay, everyone's going to hate us if we do this, if we dress weird, if we dress weird, if we dress colorful or different. And it's, like, I've learned to be, like, who cares? Like, this is for me. No one cares. I want to go dress into this outfit or this color or Mm -hmm. these this makeup and it's kind of it's pushed me a lot to try different things and be colorful and be cut my hair off and like I'm just like like why am I gonna wait on this to be a kid again I you know so let's do it I mean you have been very inspiring that way (laughs) and so everybody this is your challenge to go just go get a ball gown and just wear it whenever you want yeah um my one last thing my one last thing you reminded me of when you're saying that one of the biggest things that helped me just, like, stop caring about so much what other people 
thought was I realized that the people that I thought didn't like me or judged me or had some kind of negative feelings about me, I realized that I didn't like them. That I was like, you're not even cool. Like, I, especially, like, I, there's, like, a period of time where there's, like, these groups of people that my friends were friends with and I wasn't and they would get along with them and I was like, they don't really seem to want to hang out with me. And then I took a step back and I was like, I think they're really lame. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to hang out with them. And kind of realizing that maybe the people that are going to judge you and are not going to like what you're doing are going to be the people that you don't want to even associate with anyway because those aren't your people. And it doesn't matter what they think. So just keep going on and being your authentic self because the people who are going to appreciate it are going to love you no matter what. And, you know, I have friends now that are totally different than me, but they totally accept me when I show up in my pink fur coats and my crazy outfits and my gems and they love it. So yeah, like those people will magnetize to you and the other people will fall. I mean, I always tell people, when people have trouble with people liking them or a lot of people pleasers, yeah. <laughs> I tell them, okay, you could be the most perfect peach on a tree, like the most juiciest, beautiful peach, but some people just don't even like peaches. Like, they just don't even like peaches. No matter how perfect you are, people just don't like peaches. They may like oranges instead. And so like, no matter what you do, no matter if you dress professionally or perfect, the other person won't like you. If you dress in a pink fur coat, someone will not like you. Mm-hmm. It's on them. Like, that is all them. And so I love how Abby said, surrounding yourself with the people that really you love to be around and who cheer you on. And I think being around people who celebrate you for who you are um, and allow you to be yourself is so important. And I th- think sometimes I love how you get the reflection too, Abby, is sometimes we don't realize we're in a really bad environment of friends, of family, and that's when you have to make boundaries and it really sucks when you have to, but for yourself, you just need to cut those, cut it off, like, and leave, unfriend these people because I've seen over and over again, people like, have having friends and they just suck the energy out of them and of each other. Um, and it's sad to see because you can, right, right. We can be better, shine a light brighter. Um, and we'll, I love being surrounded by amazing amazing people like you abby um because it's just so fun to be celebrated and be fun and be dancing and together it's awesome so well thank you abby for being on here and having this conversation we're gonna definitely have more podcasts in the future i am sure um it's definitely going down um and this was fun doing the first one with you because i've never done this before very fun um woohoo yeah um so abby tell everybody where they can find you on social media anything like that where can we find you yeah um you can find me on instagram at through abby's lens t-h-r-u-a-b-b-e-y-l-e-n-s took me a second to figure that out um and that's the same handle that i have on tiktok too um but yeah, those those are my main, main, my main sources. So come and say hello. Um, and Abby will have a podcast soon too. Yes, I'll have a podcast soon. Getting it going, which is gonna be really exciting. I can't wait. All right. Well, thank you, Abby.